Welcome back, Charles. Overreaction Tuesday. This is what we're going to have. What a great sports weekend for us, bro. It was. God. The whole week. Thursday all the way through Sunday. Thursday all the way through Sunday. Sunday. Sunday's today. So... I want to I want to start the show off with a with a couple shout outs. Listen, for one, anybody who put any solace in the fact that I was just Rutgers, all right, they got smoked by Maryland, bro, like forty two to fourteen. We and had I'm, this argument about <laughs> Rutgers and Maryland, and it comes come to find out <laughs> Rutgers was was Rutgers looking. Was- really bad i didn't expect that i hate the sec at times so much that it does allow me to become blind to a situation and and i do i remember the kind of fucking houston or rutgers bro houston or rutgers come to find out they both suck but yeah definitely i wanted to shout that out there because oh man you were just yelling in my ear the entire time i was like clicking on that game and i'm like yeah pat on rutgers does suck man i'm sorry <laughs> did they suck or did it just finally it was, it was really in, bad it know. was okay in the first half and then it was just like multiple blown coverages it just really ultimately boils down to that thing we brought up on one of the episodes what does it mean when it's the head coach's fault watch the rutgers maryland's game that is like the, the exact definition of not having your team ready. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, th- would you want to start a rumor right now that Matt Canada's heading back to Maryland? <laughs> now, <laughs> now that you shit can in Pittsburgh, we can. We started oh, it right man. now. That's we'll a good see. conversation, too. Where does Matt Canada end up after that? He probably does he end up a, in D1? He's a, top, he's a top offensive coordinator in college football, for sure. Yeah, He's a college football because... Let's just, just be honest. If you go, he, if he goes to a team that has a good offense and a shitty defense, he'll do great. He'll do pretty good. Do great. Color, maybe Colorado. Let's just say Colorado. Texas A and M. Texas A and M. Yeah. Houston. Colorado is so done. It's it's, it's disgusting. I've I mean, seen a lot of recruits leaving. That was yeah. the weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're just like they're bouncing. And, and uh, Warren Sapp is going to come in and fix that D line. You. Can't. <laughs> if they don't get rid of the players you're not fixing the d-line let's, I'm, come on I'll, let's just be honest i'm not going to be that person that dances around that subject they're terrible is warren sap gonna play that might yeah. make a difference warren sap plays did you see all of the disgruntled uh colorado fans too we're bringing in a felon oh yeah. dude yeah yeah there's a, nice a reason guy. we don't hear about him he's a super bowl champion yeah with tampa you, yeah you hear about most of these people often in his realm of players, right? Like you don't hear about every Super Bowl winning person, but like off the He's top really of my head from that Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, right? If I sat here for five minutes, I could think of another player, but Warren Sapp's the only one that comes to mind right away. They called him like the next Reggie White for a long time. And then all of a sudden his career just went right after he won that Super Bowl, went right downhill. So. Yeah, I don't, man, Matt Canada. That'll be hilarious. Matt I'm, Canada. I'm, I'm, fine. I'm, I'm, inter- I'm interested in um, seeing how the how Pittsburgh plays today. But let's, uh, what was the other thing I wanted to jump on to? 
who knows? I, I, I really wanted to push that Rutgers thing out because that's hilarious. And I, I oh, yeah, let's look. We had a little overreaction with that one, and at least we settled that one. We both agree they both suck. Yeah. All right, let's do a little overreaction. Let's go through some of these top games that obviously the whole reason for the overreaction thing is that there was a lot of teams that did not look good this past week that were supposed to be good. So we're going to start start, with the the NFL or college? Doesn't matter. Let's let's just start. Let's just do the the three games that I'll pick these three games that I just want to go over. The, The Alabama game, man. Yeah. How talk yeah. about a fucking letdown if you're an Auburn fan? My Fire God. your head coach. Do you blame your head coach for that? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That was the worst absolute. How many times have we talked about prevent defense, bro? They were this. All right. The thing is, they were not in a prevent, but they were in it like what some weird dime package. They had three safeties deep, but that the safety the guy was playing twenty yards off. The corner was playing twenty yards off the ball. What I the just fuck? what a throw. And what a catch. That's one hell of a throw and one hell of a catch. But but you at least get the pass interference so he doesn't catch it. If I you're guess, beat, you yeah, do I it. Guess, I guess my thought process when I said prevent defense, right? When I see three down linemen and everyone else drop back, when you drop eight guys back. That and you've only pre- got five guys to cover. Yeah, You're, you're preventing. In yeah. my opinion, you're in prevent mode. Because you got gave two, Alabama, two which, double covered, yeah. Which gave Alabama all the fucking time in the world. Oh yeah, he sat back. How, he could have he, he could have made himself a fucking ice cream cone back there. He threw it because he had to because there was nothing left. He didn't throw it because he had to because he didn't have time. Charles, there was just nothing left. When Mandy's watching that game with me and she's sitting yeah. in the chair and she's looking at it, she goes, dude, he's got all the time in the world to throw the ball. Exactly. Like you just said, I just, I what just don't fuck? And that's, and that's why I'm yelling at the coaches right now. Not no pressure at all. You've got to do a four man down, cross the two guys in, throw some confusion, well, right. get the guess, quarterback's eyes off of the field. Yeah. For and a guess few up seconds. to that point, what did Auburn do all game? They got right. to yeah. Milrow. Yeah. They freaking yeah. got pressure. They sacked I them. I feel so bad. I feel so fucking bad for that. Those fans had Auburn to freaking fans. sit there and witness yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. I feel so bad. And you know what? That the, Alabama. You know what? Whatever. You guys are Alabama. Like Saban is one of the best coach, probably the best coach all time. Like, Texas is in over. Like, yeah, Texas is in over Alabama. Yeah, in my opinion. Unless Alabama beats Georgia. Yes. Because they're the defending. If Alabama beats Georgia, but I don't think Georgia's in the playoffs. No, I think if it's because Georgia has not played good. That's our next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, We're done with this one. It was a really, it was a good football game. It was a great football football game. game. Well done, Alabama, for seizing the gap, really. We talk about it all the time in driving in sports. You and I yell often, seize the gap. Alabama sees the gap and it showed well done. But the other one I wanted to, uh, number I wanted five to touch, at yeah. The other one I wanted to touch on is, uh, oh, this is an overreaction because I think a lot of Texas fans are overreacting the fact that they beat the hell out of Texas A&M or not Texas A&M, Texas tech. Let's just be honest. Texas is like light years ahead of what Texas tech is as far as like athletes. Oh, oh. Texas's starting line is like all five stars. Their yeah. offense is all five stars. Their defense is all five stars. It's like going out there against the high school team. If you guys didn't expect that game, good luck, Texas. You're not going to make the college football playoff because you got to beat out three other teams to make it. So it's just not. 
long-haired Texas Jesus also hooks him for the horns there, Matthew right. McConaughey. And in, in that state, I, I guess he's Jesus. So, Sorry, check these stats out. Texas had 57 points. Quinn Ewers only threw for 196 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Mm-hmm. And they had 57 points. Yeah, Texas so defense that, is pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, top 10 for sure. So I would love to see Michigan versus Texas in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I think that'd be a really good game. The only way Texas somehow sneaks in is if Georgia beats Bama, Washington and Oregon, loses. Yeah. Washington Oregon. loses to Oregon. December 1st. It's a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Texas only sneaks in if they're it's between them and Alabama. And I, Alabama. Oregon is going to beat Washington on Friday. I don't know. I think Washington and Oregon are pretty. They already beat them. Washington already beat Oregon this year. I know. I know. And they, they defensively, they beat them up. Yeah. So I don't know. Oregon is is flashy. either. it's Bo the Nix. Pack. It's Bo Nix. It's if the, Bo Nix is going to win the, the Heisman. Pack. Yeah. If Bo, Bo Nix wins the Heisman, I think Jaden Daniels Oregon, is going to win. I think yeah. Jaden Daniels is going to win the Heisman for LSU. I think he's the best quarterback in college. He can do it with his feet. He can do it with his arm. He what's does LSU's, a lot of picks. What's LSU's record? What was, I don't know. They're I mean, nine, I guess and Caleb, two, nine and two or ten and Caleb two. Caleb Williams. Think. Caleb Williams won it last year with a buttload of losses too. I guess. No, I don't think LSU's that. But they're like twelfth or thirteenth or something in the country. They're not terrible. Yeah, just to me, a Heisman is on a top five team. The Heisman is just the best player. It doesn't necessarily mean he's got to be on the. I guess he doesn't have to be on the best team. But yes, he's usually in the top five. You would think top five, top ten, right? Because it's it's the same argument, a little bit that we find that we're hearing about. C.J. Stroud can't be in the MVP conversation because his team is barely above five hundred. You don't expect an MVP in the NFL to be on a 500 team. Well, that just means he's put in a shitty situation. Like we we both agree. Oh, yeah, on this. yeah. It oh, be I up agree. To the player. I like, agree. Yeah. And, and and absolutely. Is there right. a player playing better than CJ Stroud? Well, we'll Charles, get into is this there too, another? <laughs> let's just be honest. Do you think even Patrick Mahomes could do what Stroud is doing with that team? Fuck no. no God no. Oh no. God no. I am not, he's against, not athletic. Enough. I would not be against CJ Stroud winning the MVP, but the voters in this scenario hold true oh i know it's a grudge yeah Yeah, it's a grudge absolutely it's a europe now there's a chance to we'll get into this actually yeah we're still you know what's you know what the sad thing yeah i want to touch on one thing can i just ask you do you feel the same way it is like that with hall of fame voting as well oh yeah i feel like they they shrug people they they snub them out for sure definitely because oh boy from cleveland what's his name that that offensive line. Oh, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, from Wisconsin. Yeah, he yeah. that dude is the best offensive. He might have been the best offensive lineman of all time. Didn't yeah. he make the Pro Bowl almost every year except for one season? And that yeah. season he was hurt. Yeah. At ten years, I think he was a Pro Bowler out of like twelve years. Crazy. Yeah. And he played on a terrible fucking team. Terrible team. Terrible. <laughs> he got to protect Johnny Manziel's backside for <laughs> a season. <laughs> terrible. We'll yeah. see how they treat him. Yeah, that's true. I think he's going to be up here. He just retired a few years ago. Yeah. He should be a first ballot. No question. Yeah. No question. It, if right, they're going to put Trent Williams in a no ballot, and he, that dude punched Richard Sherman in the face when he played for Washington, straight up walked to him with his helmet on, and went, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> and Sherman's 
do it, bitch. And right. Trent punched him in the mouth and then went off to fucking the 49ers. Nobody talks about that. Seriously, Trent Williams <laughs> may be the next Warren Sapp. Fuck All right, Charles. All right, Charles. And the over. The other four overreaction <laughs> games. I just want to get one word, one word from all of the. I'm going to say the all games, right. say the scores, and I just want one word from you because I think it's going to be funny. It's going to be a cool thing that we're going to do now. All, all right. right. Georgia 31, Georgia Tech 23. Embarrassing. Michigan 30, Ohio State 24. Laughable. Washington, 24. Washington State, 21. Lucky. And the last one, Florida State, 24. Florida, 15. Broken hyphen leg. Yeah. And you know what all four of those games have in common? Shouldn't have been that close. None of them. None None of them them should have been that close. None of them should have been that close. Throw rivalry out the fucking window. The only game that you can say should have been close because of a rivalry was the Michigan game. Yeah. And there's the rest of those. You know, we'll get into some definition. We'll get into some definition. I just, I just want to be the asshole in the room. Charles, that says every other one of those games was a double digit or more. Oh yeah. You actually was a two and a half point favorite going into that ass on this one. You hear me, you heard me all podcast all season long. Fuck that. Like the, I think one episode Georgia played really well and it scared me. I think one episode and I came on and I was like, mm, I don't know, Georgia. But no, I agree. So we go to the Georgia Tech game. I said embarrassing. Yeah. Georgia, I don't think Georgia Tech is, I don't think Georgia Tech's ever won. And and I don't think it's ever been close. I think they, they lost by way too much. Who, who are they looking forward to? I believe the Calvin Johnson year, they might have been close. At, oh, with Calvin Johnson at Georgia yeah. Tech. Yeah, but who were they looking forward to? We're talking Georgia. Who were they? Oh, Alabama, because that game's already been the staff. Alabama, probably. But but how did it matter? You every that's but that's why I said embarrassing. I agree with you. I agree with you. But that's why I said it was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing show. I don't think that team's ready. I don't think they're ready to play Alabama. I think Alabama is going to whoop them. I think Which, they're going to beat the hell out of them. As long as the Alabama that played against Auburn doesn't show up, yeah, I think well, they have that, a really good fucking if, chance. If Alabama shows up, if Alabama somehow makes the playoffs and they show up as the Auburn team, they're going to yeah. get smoked by no matter any of those three teams they play. That's a long-ass gray hair. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And also, too, on the same side as Michigan could get fucking – what's that – TCU'd all over again if they don't. Yeah, if they're not well. ready to play. But I feel like this team is way more focused than Absolutely. they have been in the past. But I'm but looking at this thing. team's focus as last year's Georgia's focus. Georgia's right? team last year was so focused, bro. It was crazy. Do you know the line for the Michigan Iowa game is like 24? And the line, do you know what the total is? It's like 37. So yeah. they're expecting like Iowa to score like 13. I'm like, no, that just means they expect Michigan to score 30. And they expect yeah. Iowa to maybe get a field goal. Iowa's going to get a field goal. 30 to 3 or something. On 31 a, to 3. On, on a, You know what that line is from, though, right? If you're if anybody's looking at that line, take the over. Because there's. I'm telling you it's going to be the same conversation as last year. Or 
that the conversation was last year, right? They're gonna Michigan will have the game it's in about hand by the, the game. By time. It's about yeah. the game. The, 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 the same reason our line was effed up that had a, a lot to do with the head coach not being there about the Maryland game last year before the game. It took JJ McCarthy a game winning fucking drive with a field goal at the end for us to beat Illinois. So one thing I noticed in the Michigan game that they came out and actually said it, I think it was the winged helmet podcast or the show pro show shout out to the winged helmet podcast. I believe he said something that Zinter, he was out. He got hurt. Fibia tibia. He's going to be out for three months. So he should be on the sidelines and a cast for the, uh, the big 10 championship game. But, but they said that Barnhart was playing out of position the entire season and they looked better on the offensive line when Zinter was out. Than they did with them. And apparently that was because Barnhart is a better inside run blocker and pass blocker than he, on the outside. You put him on an island, he can't move his feet. Yeah. He's not fast enough. But inside interior lineman, it seems like he's yeah. he knows what he's doing. So there's a there's a small whisper about Michigan's team next year isn't going to be anywhere as good as this team this year. And it's well, the same, I think it's just, the same thing that they were tougher. absolutely, but it's yeah. the same thing that was said about last year's squad or this year's squad about last year's squad. Team yeah, one forty three was. Oh my god! Everybody came back though. Only they right. only lost like three guys this year. They're going to have to lose stay, them because they're seniors. If you stay, you'll yeah. be a champion. Yeah, but I think they got six or seven oh, yeah. guys that are seniors. So, and you had brought that up too, and it was a really good point. Yeah, we got a lot of people leaving next year. I'm not saying that they're going to be bad. I know that. Been rotating that, eleven guys in on the offensive was, line for God's sakes. I was just, I was, and I was just about to bring that up. All season long, we've been playing a solid seventy-four and a half because every once and in they, a while, well, the, and they rotate the backup longs the snapper couldn't come well, in. Right, That's and they rotate nine guys in on the offensive line, yeah. I believe, throughout the whole season as well, too. So it's and I that love running back how room that is loaded. I love how that system works. That system is constantly yeah. chugging towards the future. It's it's not always yeah. about right now, but then when the moment becomes right now, they lock in, and I and I'm loving what I'm seeing from the recruiting numbers and from the recruiting side. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So it, anyhow, like okay. You said, so there was so, a lot of big recruits in house. So that that. Oh uh, yeah. Hopefully. We're, we're, Hopefully that Michigan does get Bryce Underwood from yeah as a Harper Wood Harper Woods he's from like some Grand Rapids or yeah some Ann Arbor area anyway yeah definitely Bryce come to Michigan he loved he seemed like he had a good time I watched his Twitter so oh, yeah. hopefully they win another Big Ten championship here next week and uh, see I, I go to the playoffs I shared it somewhere I seen Michigan has a ninety like ninety eight percent chance to go to the playoffs. Every other team that's in the top five is like forty five or fifty percent. Damn it, I didn't save it. Yeah, yes, and it's because even with a loss, they're those, like, yeah, Michigan will still sneak in at four. Those those entire stats frustrate me so much. So at the start of this week, Michigan had a sixty one percent chance to make win the game. But Ohio State had a seventy percent chance to make the college football playoff, and Michigan had a sixty-one or a, like a fifty-five percent chance to make the college football playoff. Yeah, those tables can, have definitely. Oh, they've well left. turned now, yeah. and they do every fucking year because it's a That's, trash. That's Charles. Network. That it's is the Ohio State famous Ohio State dude. Gus Johnson can just oh stop God, with dude. the fucking. I can't see. I've got, I've got almost three hundred likes. And almost ten thousand views on a personal tweet to Joe Clatt 
I, what did you say? Oh my God. I, just the truth, how terrible it was, how unbelievably unbiased his entire commentating was, how mind numbingly frustrating yeah. for the first time in my life, bro. I watched the entire second half on mute. Chris dude, Collinsworth even, didn't even do that. Even, to me, o- even Ohio State that. fans were saying, dude, they're like, just shut up with the Ohio State. They're like, just call the fucking game. Just it's, call the game. What is happening? To co- This is literally one of my notes, right? Because I'm so yeah. frustrated with commentators today. I'm like, you know what? I got to ask the question. What makes a good commentator? And are we just screwed? Because we grew up with greatness. We grew up with color commentating like Bob Euchre, fucking Jim Branstead, or goddamn Vince Scully. The list goes on and on. And now today we're stuck with fucking Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt, who can't get their own heads out their ass literally to just talk about the fucking game. Gus Johnson has been this bad since he's been doing college basketball, too. There are other or college football he's been in college basketball he's done it all i think he's done nfl games as well uh, it's just co- room, bro with so much fucking technology that people in their ear constantly that could be dishing them out stats that actually matter when blake yeah. corum broke the fucking single season michigan rushing touchdown record when i heard about it after the graphic came on the screen it was like a fucking afterthought to them they didn't even yeah. realize what the fuck just happened yeah i think I think Clat recognized it, but like you said, Gus, if you can't tell who the balls are in the room when you're listening to the two of them, it's obviously Gus Johnson and Joel Clat's just there to go. Yeah. It's Why? sad. There's it's so many sad. better people that could be. And and again, too, we're, we bring this into the NFL, into the MLB. We're not just, yeah, Michigan fans, yada, 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 yeah, we're pissed. There are thousands, tens of thousands of people with this exact. I've never seen this before on. Well, oh, no, it was. Yeah, they blew it up. They blew it up bad. It was like, I believe there was like 500,000 views on those negative uh, responses between the Michigan and Ohio State calling of the game. Like, they got bashed. Fox got bashed fucking hard, like, big time. And I tell you, you too. Pulling it, you pulling it up? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm over. It's yeah. just they don't stop. It's just constant. I, yeah, There's I a just shit hit, ton of retweets. just hit 10K and, views and 200 likes. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. On a post five hours ago. Yeah, it's fucking you know, nuts. And this, this is what it says. You were absolutely terrible. You managed to do something not even Chris Collinsworth could do. I watched the entire second half on mute. You were completely one-sided and over-the-moon opinionated on Ohio State football, yet quiet, quiet as a field mouse when Michigan did anything. This was just the first half because, as I mentioned, the second half went well when I didn't hear your voice. I've never in my life heard such a biased reporting coming from such a major game. At one point, I was wondering if Gus was even in the room with you because your mouth was going off so much. I'm so glad I don't have to hear your voice anymore this season. If you manage to get another game that I have to watch, I'll just mute it. There is absolutely no need for me to listen to you anymore. You know, and I hope they hear that. Like, they, they get negative feedback. You think they would as a news network and news media. Oh. They would at least take this into consideration that, oh, yeah. But guess what? People still tuned in because yeah. that many people are complaining. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this was the tweet I replied to. Incredible scene for the game once again today. UMish football is relentless, physical, and incredibly well coached. That was a great college football game. So grateful to be a part of it. It's got over 336,000 views. It's got less than 44.8K likes, approaching 
over 300 different comments. Now you go into those comments and there's tens of thousands of shit. Of threads, yeah. It. There's different oh threads God, on dude, there, yeah. There's so much going on in that post. You would just open it and you're like, wow. And every single fucking one is, yo, dude, I actually usually like you, but you were trash. I usually hate Gus Johnson, but you were trash. Like, yeah. you were trash. It's just unbelievable. I, I, you can just comment. You can only just comment. Wow, what biased freaking, <laughs> what biased yeah. announcing we had. And you'll get 200,000 freaking views because it's the truth. If it's not the truth, why are so many people going, I agree. Click, click I agree. And, and X is crazy, right? Yeah, I'm verified. You're verified. So our, our posts do get put out when things are trending. But the only way that they remain relevant is if they're following the engagement trend towards they have the to be truth. engagement. Yes, absolutely. And so I mean, call what we like to do on this call podcast more than big. everything, more than anything in the world is simply read the writing on the wall. You are who you tell us you are. We see you for your record, not for what the fucking media decides to talk to with you about. Right. This Something I wanted to bring up about Thanksgiving, and which is crazy that we're not talking about the Green Bay Packers yet, but we'll get there, is the fucking Cowboys for, and Commanders. I am so sick and tired of this Dak Prescott hype. You have got <laughs> to be fucking kidding me. They get the easiest schedule. I swear Dude, they had the they easiest schedule. Nine teams under 500. Their combined record is like 24 and 59. And yeah. now well, the end of their season, these last four weeks, it's a combined record of 50 and 20 or 50 and 24. It's like almost the exact fucking opposite, right? Yeah. And they are zero and two against teams with a 500 record or better with a point differential of negative 47. The turnovers from Dak are out of this fucking mood. In the last four weeks, if y'all didn't have quarterbacks like Sam Howell and Danny fucking DeVito throwing your defenses pick sixes so Eric Bland could break the fucking record, everyone would be talking about Dak Prescott and where he's going next year. Yeah. It, don't worry. It'll they'll be one and done in the playoffs like they always are. It's just it's Dallas. And it's the Dallas. hate Philadelphia is getting, bro. It makes no sense to me. Philadelphia is smacking teams with a winning record. And you yeah. still have people talking like the Cowboys are going to come out of that fucking division on top. Whatever. I what don't, I can't even, I can't dude. even, it's Dallas. My dad explained this to me too. He goes, this is just the Dallas effect. That's what money does. You don't think Jerry Jones throws his weight around in that NFL when they're in that owner's meeting and he says, hell, I'll give you, I'll give you three and a half million dollars. Just say, give us the easiest schedule and the, and the vision. Then they're all like, Three million? I'll give you three million a piece. Three million for each team. Fuck it. You bring up a cool side quest right there. I feel, the I'm not the saying schedule. that's what he does, but I'm no, saying no, he's got that wrong. kind of fuck you're, you you're money right. that he could do that. It, it definitely seems that way. It definitely yeah. seems like if I'm on television, I should talk well about Jerry Jones because I know come Christmas time, a nice little oil check will show up. Sure. Yeah, we can say that. That's, that's exactly that's what it's That's a possibility. That's actually not even speculation. That's probably more truth in that <laughs> statement right there than there is in any other one that we've said today. Because otherwise, what I mean, what the fuck is going? <laughs> what? It doesn't make any sense. 
It doesn't. Remember the when they used to say that win was how the 49ers yeah. beat the Seahawks, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Hey, here, let's talk about it. What the fuck? This the, the 49ers got to eat turkey after the fucking oh, game. I saw Kittle, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, Kittle yeah, going yeah, ape yeah. shit on some turkey. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah. let's talk about the Packers then. Let's, let's talk about right how Jordan Love got fucked out of a turkey about leg. How Fox fucked up yet again. Check yeah. this out. During the game, you gave one of those fucking turkeys to the front booth upstairs to the people yeah, in the I heard about commentators. That. Yeah, I heard about and, that. And right on live television, you got Greg Olson taking his hand and ripping that yep. fucking turkey apart. And then a few moments later, you hear them both eating a little turducken. Yeah. The scuttlebutt is, is that Fox didn't think Green Bay could win. So the Detroit Lions logo was seared into the turkey that was meant to be given to the game players. But they once Green that. Bay won, once Green, this is a scuttlebutt, bro. This is yeah, scuttlebutt. I know, Fuck but why Fox. couldn't you just turn the turkey the other the other direction? I'm just why couldn't you just shave it up a little because bit? Because they but, did probably, like you said, they didn't want to be embarrassed on live TV. They didn't want to be embarrassed on live TV, but that's well beyond the point now. How do you have in your booth on live television some dude with his monster bare hands ripping apart a fucking turducken? But yeah. on a Thanksgiving NFL tradition, you don't have you don't have a turkey leg for my boy Jordan Love. Are you? I like how I like me? how he played it off. That yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I'll get another one. I'll get yeah. another one. He said. Are they, that is just so disgusting on so many levels. What the hell is going on at Fox Sports? It's embarrassing. Who I the hell is running is. that show? Yeah, because the they, commentators they at this point are terrible. Absolutely. All right, terrible. Charles. Let's stay. Let's stay on the Packers. Congratulations to the Green Bay Packers. That was an absolute stud coaching win. job. Stud by, by the offense and the defense. Thank you, Joe Jared Barry. Goff. Props to you. Thank props you, to you, Goff, Joe for Barry. allowing me to be right yet again, over and over again. Thank you so much, Joe. And on the opposite side of that, this is Patrick brought up. Thank you, Joe Barry, for putting my foot in my mouth. But I think all of the criticism was well-deserved. You needed a fire. You needed that push to do something different. And now you know what I've been hearing the last couple of weeks? Joe Barry has been disguising his blitzes really well. Oh, my God, that shit works. You mean to tell the, me the, you, thing you, the thing you brought up week four. That you mean to tell me that you don't just throw a fucking formation out there anymore? That no, you actually you gotta, disguise no. your shit? And, oh, my God, can you imagine you gotta, you gotta what else it. could happen? You go. You got a coach. Shit. You know what the, the Detroit Lions uh, defense coordinator or the offense coordinator said? He goes, "Man, I got, I got to give it up to fucking Don Capers or Don Capers, Joe Barry." <laughs> Don Capers. Sorry, Capers. I'm pulling out of a trash bag here. I'm not seeing what I'm grabbing. But anyway, too excited. I'm too excited. Fuck, fuck. I'm talking about recycling here. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. But anyways, they're talking about how this dude disguises shit well. He's been disguising things well the last little bit. Blah, blah, blah. Brings things to the table we don't see on tape. Blah, blah, right. blah. Oh, my God. You're not just going to Madden, grabbing a fucking playbook, and bringing it to the table like it's yours. You're doing your job. And you know what? I'm so glad. My feet don't taste that bad. I've got good feet. At one point, I was told I had model feet. So if I got to put that fucker in my own mouth every once in a while, fuck it. And Joe Barry, thank you. I enjoy it. And Pat, right. thank you for bringing that up. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck Fox. Well, let's get on, let's get on to the other part of it that Fox fucked up, Charles. Let's yeah. get on to Jack Harlow. Oh, and freaking then at the Harlow. halftime oh show. God. Come out in a what, paper America mache fucking song. igloo. <laughs> <laughs> and then this dude's rolling out behind him and man, he's like, what the fuck is that? Gotta put it on my shirt. Gotta put it on my 
How about Dude, that? Dude, you are vanilla. You are the most <laughs> cupcake fucking vanilla fucking white rapper I've ever seen in my life. Dude, and all these women on TikTok and hearing this song, and it's you, this is the guy you want for whips and chains. Bro, this fucking. This, be, this I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Oh okay, my god. Okay, so when the when the halftime shows were dropped out, right? You had Jack Harlow yeah. at Detroit. You had Dolly Parton coming in to fucking. Who looked good, cowboy. by the way. And then you had Steve Aoki for the 49ers, right? Now, now, hey, now my, my pre-rankings for the halftime show when... All right, give us your grades, when, Charles. When Jack Harlow, Dolly Parton, and Steve Aoki. Now, the reason for this was I figured Jack in Detroit was going to rip. Dolly was in Texas. She was going to be just fine. But Steve Aoki was at an NFL game bringing the beats that's right. It's just, it's just, I'm like, what, was everyone going to be in the, be in the stands doing this? Yeah. <laughs> then after all the shows went out, Jack Harlow trash. He was bottom, bottom of the barrel. I don't know if that was Fox's fault. Don't care. That was not a halftime show. That was a promo. It was a fucking promo. That's all. It was that a was. terrible <laughs> promo. If anything, <laughs> that would be like, I don't think I want to go to his concert now. So I love Donald you know? Barton. I'm going to keep her at number two, but she needs to get the hell out of rock. I don't, <laughs> just stop. Dude, it. Da- yeah, just but dude, stop. she's like 85 years old. She's like as old she as Willie a, Nelson, for God's sake. Rock album. I love it. God bless her heart. <laughs> just stop it. Well done, though, Dolly. But the number one fucking halftime show ended up being goddamn Steve Aoki. And the little bit that I saw, the lasers going crazy. Dude, he's a crazy DJ. I love Steve Aoki, dude. I I, had absolutely nothing with my feeling. I just figured it wasn't an NFL thing. But God damn, that whole stadium was going nuts. And it was the only show, realistically, that you you didn't look at. Yeah. Oh man, bless your heart! Against <laughs> the only goddamn show. You I think what people were more heart. pissed about with the Jack Harlow thing is, what the fuck? That stage setup was terrible. Like, terrible. It looked like America they said it looked got, like America at home got a better show than if you went to the actual game. Yeah, well, I'm sure that they tried to AI it up a little bit to make it. Well, look I mean, it was just easy. it was like camera angles and sound. I watched a handful of videos on X of people like on the opposite side of the field. The stage wasn't in the middle of the field either. It was on no, they had one like specific offset. side. Yeah. Yeah. And like all of the, okay. So you had North end and South end. The so stage was in the lazy end. with the whole thing, yeah. the whole setup. And the, and the whole stage show was projected towards the North end, not East, West or South. So if you were That's in the South end zone and let's say 20 rows up, so they have they have asked the entire thing yeah at one point you may have thought mike brown was out there you couldn't hear nice. <laughs> unbelievable it that they would yeah, fuck it, it up that bad on Absolutely thanksgiving terrible well done fox it's the first fox game it's well the first fox game it's when everybody's freaking sitting down enjoying themselves well done fox sports pre-game no you know. turkey fucked up booth that's the other thing charles it's the first one the first game of the fucking weekend of thanksgiving and you guys don't have the turkey that halftime show extended the game because for some reason it lasted longer than it was supposed to yeah i realized the game didn't come on for like an extra 15 minutes yeah yes they you could not fuck it now the nfl nfl picked the halftime shows i don't want to fucking hear it NFL fucks up a lot. We fuck them. I don't care. We ain't doing this. Fuck Fox Sports. Fuck them. Now let's get back to the game. Jared Goff plays 
absolutely wonderful football. He plays so good that after taking a team to the Super Bowl and almost winning, their front office went, let's go get Matt Stafford, and then won a Super Bowl. Okay, so let's remember that stat. So it really wasn't until this year and a little bit into last year that Jared Goff started winning outside in the cold, which now coming back into fruition, or as we also like to say, reality, Geno yeah. Smith is eating a big reality pill. Jared oh, Goff God. is who his record says he is. Jared Goff is on fucking paper who he says he is. You're not going to take somebody who has the same stats in high school, the same stats in college, and the same stats until halfway through last year and a little bit of this year on fucking paper and go, yeah, he's totally different. No, he's right. going to be who he is. And who he is is seven fucking turnovers in eight quarters. Seven turnovers in eight quarters. I really don't understand how they can't realize that he's just, he's a, he's not a, he's not a terrible quarterback. He's an average quarterback. And, th and see, and that it, it, can right they not there, see I that. think is where we lose everyone, bro. I think, I think that's so. absolutely it. Because hearing me, you're like, oh man, he's saying Jared Goff is trash. No, the fuck I'm not. Jared Goff is much better than I would say Jared Goff is a top 15 quarterback. Yeah, but that's I, what he is. But he's a top you, you 15, can't, which puts him yeah, in between 10 and him gold. Yeah, he's between 10 and 15 on that scale for all of our listeners. Just because I'm saying top 15 doesn't mean he's somewhere between one and three. I'd say he's a top three quarterback or a top five quarterback. I'm, you're, you're like, I'm saying 14, 15. Absolutely. And I'm being generous because playing quarterback in the NFL is very hard. And let's, and, let's just be honest, too. Okay, the, the, so. the Lions can score. They oh, have one of the best offenses mm -hmm. in the league, but that is not because of Jared Goff. That is because collectively they have a lot of weapons. They have a lot of good players, but yep. their defense is below average. Absolutely. It's not great. It's and if you great. have to have Jared Goff winning you the game, are you going to win more of those than lose? No, you're not. No, no. I think so. Yes, absolutely. You're well, going to win more of those because you're going to play teams like the bears. Gonna this, play teams, and, okay, you're going to play teams. You're going to play teams. Yeah. But, but yeah, when you're down for, to the good the teams, division. you're going to lose. When you're down yes. to the good defensive teams, you're going to lose because Jared Goff is going to throw that fucking interception or the fumble is going to happen or the miscue is going to happen between him and a wide receiver. That so, is who right. Jared Goff is. The reason we're saying, between you and me, do you agree with me on this one? Yeah. The reason we're saying he's an average quarterback is that because he plays in the NFC no. North? No, this, you think if I, he played in another division, he'd be if he played in the NFC, yeah, South, he'd be just as good. Yeah, he is an average quarterback through his career. He's he's proven. Oh, yeah, his stats yeah. pretty much tell you that. It's, right, but I just can't like see Jared a Goff on that the he Jets, would be better. Like, is no, what Jared, I'm saying. Absolutely, the system in Detroit is feeding Goff, and yeah. and. and that's a kicker and you're gonna do you end believe up... do you believe it's Hennon hooker's time next year no you don't think so they think they still roll with golf next year i don't know i, don't I know. feel like they're gonna at least try it it's about a ceiling arguably we're talking about a ceiling here and where's the bottom floor henderson hooker's bottom floor is much lower than jared goff's is right now i'm aware of but it's hard to i guess hear that out loud, i guess that's but... gonna depend though if they tank and somehow miss and lose the miss out on the playoffs to Minnesota.
looking at they their lose schedule, that division to Minnesota, looking, you might see Hooker next year. Looking at their schedule and looking at Minnesota's schedule, the only thing, the only reason this isn't in a conversation with many other people is because they managed to beat a really shitty Bears team. Yeah, yeah, barely. Barely. He came back and, and you know, oh, Jared Goff, the savior. Yeah, extend that motherfucker because there's a whole bunch of reasons why that's going to make the green and gold happy. I didn't even look at the Lions' schedule the rest of the way. Did you happen to take a peek? It's tough. They've got the, the Saints, the Bears, the Broncos, the Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. That's not that easy. Broncos is probably going to be a loss unless they get their shit together. Broncos is going to yeah, be a loss. But you're at the Cowboys as well? Yeah. Cowboys, that... Yeah, that's a toss up because I don't know who the Cowboys are. We'll know who the Cowboys are by that week. That's true. They they got to play the Vikings. They got to play the Vikings, man. They're just going to get beat up, though. I mean, there's a massive possibility the Vikings lose. I'd say there's about a 48% chance the Vikings or the Lions lose four of those last games. And here's the Vikings schedule the rest of the way Monday Night Football, Chicago. Mm-hmm. The Raiders, Cincinnati, Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit. So they, you're they like Minnesota they don't have should the easiest be, schedule either. Minnesota should beat Green Bay. Let's be honest. I, I love what Green Bay's been doing. We'll know who Green Bay is by that. Should beat them. That well, doesn't absolutely. Yeah, but they but the Lions should have beat them. Well. I can see two losses for the Vikings and four for the Lions. If we right. get two losses for the Vikings and four for the Lions, the Vikings take the division. Yeah, but it's it's those head to head games that are going to matter. Most. Somehow or another, the Green Bay Packers are figuring out how to not still in it. Enjoy we're still in it. They're still fucking in it. Top ten draft pick, and we're still in it. We're not only just in it; we're the first knocking on the door. Still in this. Charles, show. the Packers are only not favored in one of their last what? seven games. Right, only They're, one game, and guess and that's Kansas the next City. game, Kansas City game, and it's very winnable. The Kansas City's only a four-point fucking favorite in that game because their defense is playing that much better and their offense is figuring shit out. I can see if this this game next week in in Green Bay is a blizzard, shitty, windy motherfucking game, I can see that Packers defense beating Kansas City. Looking at our weather projected, we are, it is. She's going cold, huh? But it's Kansas City. Kansas City. It's Kansas City. It's Mahomes. He'll find a way to hit Kelsey for a fucking. But he hasn't been. Tutty. But he He hasn't. hasn't, No. They have not scored in the fourth quarter, bro. And they have they have a terrible second half offense, the worst in the league, or top three worst second half offense. Right, and Green Bay is riding high. They are fucking confident. And if anything at all, Green Bay is on the opposite end of that spectrum. We don't yeah. score many points in the first and second quarter. Thank you, Lions. Somehow or another, yeah. I'm looking at this game. Two minutes left in the first quarter. It's 20-something right. to three or six or nine, whatever the fuck they manage. You want to know why this happened, though, bro? Do you know why? We voodooed the fuck out of it. We, <laughs> we talked kept about it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We said it straight up. We said we both want Green Bay to win. So the only reason we're doing that is because on this podcast, the whole season, if we pick Green Bay to win, they lose. And if we pick them to lose, they win. So we picked the Lions. That sounds like we picked the Packers. We did. But we picked against them so that they'd win. So that they'd win. So that sounds yeah. like we picked the Packers yeah. to win that. 
It does sound like it, even though we, we were probably picking with our brains and not with our hearts. Oh yeah, so, no, don't worry. For everyone out yeah, there, counting, don't worry. We'll get back. I, to I've it. got the I've got the L. If I, yeah, after after two weeks that that I chose the Lions and I got the L. But, well, I can't but... wait. I can't wait for Tuesday. I did get a hold of Paul and Mike, and uh, he's going to text Mike and see if he's available Tuesday night. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because I really do. That we had ta- we touched on it earlier with this Philadelphia thing. That heat, that energy. That's something I want to bring up with them. And the Bears' outlook right now is phenomenal. Their future is very bright. And I'm talking, we might be battling Chicago. Green Bay and Chicago might be battling for the North for the next six years. And I mean, yeah, I, I can see the entire league getting halfway decent. They'll be all be competing for playoff spots at some point. Talk to me Thanksgiving next year about the Lions. I don't have faith in the Lions only because of how much talent in the coaching office is on that sideline and they're about to be fished. They are about to be fished, bro. I'm telling you, I think Ben Johnson's gone. I think he's going to be going to the chargers. You can't tell me Staley's going to stay there. You can't tell me they're keeping Staley. If they keep Staley, that'll it's be a miracle. It's a miracle yeah. if they keep Staley with the fact that their team's going to be needing coaches for sure. You just can't. I- they're not he's not gonna he's not gonna jump at an extra mill from the lions when he can make six and a half to seven being a head coach no way uh, yeah. no way and that's the la chargers and yep. and and also we do that this is a writing on the wall moment ben johnson is a really good african-american coach and the yeah. nfl is bleeding for african-american head coaches and I think Ben Johnson is right there. I think he he's, ready. It. he's ready. He's ready. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely ready. I, so I want it to be known. I don't give a fuck what your skin color is. That he he could be fucking orange for all I care, or yellow, or pink, or green. Doesn't matter. I'm, ben Johnson has gotten where he's gotten because of who he is, not because of what he looks like. And I want that to be known heavily. But the well, writing on the, the wall in the NFL is is this equality thing and righteously and i think ben johnson deserves that position All right there's a couple more of them that are going to probably be god a couple defensive coordinators that Absolutely. are seeing the writing on the wall there too i, I don't want to mention them because i think that's just a topic for another and story uh, another segment but we'll get into the whole head maybe goff, closer to the end of the season jared goff does not play well with first with when he's with an offensive coordinator for the first time Right, it doesn't so. I'm not sold on the Lions. I'm not betting on the Lions, but I'm not giving away them yet because they are a right. good football team. Yeah, yeah, and they have a really good head coach, and it appears that their organization could be trending in a very good direction. But you haven't proven anything yet. You haven't won anything yet. You haven't shown me anything other than you are who you've been since 19 fucking 62. No, that's when you were good. 19, and I don't think that they, they're not going to end up clinching that division. It doesn't seem like probably until like the second or maybe the second to the last week of the season because of the fact that they don't play the, the all their division games until the end of the yeah. season. So yeah. it's going to it's going to get dicey for sure for the Lions. Get, if they I mean, lose another one, who just it, it's going to be a roller coaster. It's going to yeah, gonna it's going to be up and down. Who do they play next week? Detroit. I believe they go to I think I believe they play the Vikings. Okay. It is. Hold on here. Does Josh it Dobbs is. come down to reality? Does, yes, I mean, that's true. I can't keep saying that. Josh Dobbs is a good quarterback. 
Yeah, Josh yeah, Dobbs is smart and he's played really well. He's mobile as fuck, and Detroit has a really hard time with mobile quarterback. Man. Yeah, it's the Saints. Actually, it's the Saints, and then they go to Chicago and play the Bears again. So it's it was Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears. Then it's Broncos. Dude, they got a rough. That's not going to be an easy game going into New Orleans and just trying to steamroll them. I don't. Th- I think they're going to win, but it's not going to be as easy as they believe it's going to be. I think that be, they had. It's gonna they're coming exciting. back down to reality, like you said. The Detroit Lions are definitely starting to see. Teams are figuring well, them out offensively. I heard this, uh, the NFL network, or no, actually, I, I heard, I think it was Irving. I think it was Irving on Undisputed. But anyway, oh, yeah. he, he said, the game is a hell of a lot different when you're no longer hunting and you are now the hunted. And Detroit yeah. is no longer hunting. Let's be real. Detroit is a good football team. They're not out there hunting. They're playing tough. Yeah. They're playing, they're hunting for a Super Bowl. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. No, teams are now hunting Detroit, and this is a completely different oh, yeah. reality. You're getting chased. It's a it's a completely different world, right? That's kitty cat season. I've attempted many times to write a poem, or a book, or a small thing, a haiku, whatever the fuck, about how disappointing it is as a fan of a team who's a preseason favorite for a championship. And then to watch that team unfold, thinking, why are all these smart fuckers coming from and why is this happening? It hurts way more than what we're going through right now. Hell, this oh, fuck, yeah. this is a we, fun we were, ex- we were expecting yeah. this. This is we're exceeding well, expectations right now. So hey man, yeah. I don't give a fuck. We just played musical chairs or not. That seat is hot. And as a fan, it fucking sucks. Right. It sucks no matter what, because everything inside of you is like Super Bowl. And then the whole season does everything it can to make sure the Super Bowl doesn't happen. And you're like, what is this reality, <laughs> right? man? It's so tough. one of y'all Lions fans out there decides how to write a poem or some shit, figure it out. Or, 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 or Buckeye fans. Or Buckeye and, and, fans. Um, shout out to our buddy Brent. We will be getting him on the show soon. He's a, our high, hardcore Lions fan. We love him to death. Sure, you should hit him, you should hit him up for Tuesday since we're going to have a couple Bears fans in, in a, in a uh, Philadelphia fan on there as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get him on soon because I do. We're hard on the NFC North. We're mediocre on our Green Bay Packers, but that that is what it is. So let's get to the great things about that Green Bay Packer game. I love what I'm seeing from Jordan Love. He's learning. He's going through his progressions. Love. I love the play calling. Jay Jay Reed. Let's shout out a guy who... I saw a lot of in the preseason. I saw a lot of promise, but man, Wicks is a dog. Wicks. He is oh, willing man. to go in there and take a hit across. <laughs> he is our slant guy. I he love is the it. guy willing to go in and take it. And our head coach pulling his head out of his ass. We have been strong supporters of Matt LaFleur on this show. We have been, in but we've of- also been hard on Matt at times. And, and just, again, just in the Joe Barry situation, deservedly. His play calling has been pulled out his ass. There are a couple of situations where I'm like, you got to stop throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage on like third and two and shit, trying for that fake ass home run. Here's the crazy work. thing about that game that the Green Bay Packers came in with so many band aids on that offensive yeah. line, AJ uh, Dillon, defensive line. Oh I mean, the shit Dylan did that game. Yeah, they came AJ, in with one yeah. running back. And, and that running back had a nutsack. Problem, I think, or groin injury, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he was 
He was wasn't healthy. All the way up to it. Yeah. But man, he has been running like a dog. And AJ was getting some shit about that farm simulator on his off days. Yada, yada, yada. Whatever. That is the funniest I shit ever. The dude just God. loves being a, he Bro, loves love being that. a guy. Love he just hat. loves being a guy. I it's love great. That our defense is talking. Our defense is moving. There are still moments where you're like, where is this coming from? What the fuck happened the last three drives, right? But we at times have to realize that there are professionals on the other side of the field and on the other side. Is it your cat? What's that? Is it your cat? Oh, no, Mandy, the, the oh. dog was in here. <laughs> he was hanging out laying <laughs> on the, the floor taking a nap. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> but anyways, you got professionals on the other side of the field. And we had just talked about how amazing Ben Johnson is. For him to put pull together those drives at the end of the game. That's fantastic. And just yeah. like the Ohio State game, which we're going to get to here very soon. Just like that Ohio State game, it ended up coming down to our quarterback played better than the other quarterback. And that's exactly what it boiled down. He to. didn't make mistakes. You can't make mistakes in that game. Absolutely not. So I love he, I was back. my butthole. I'll say my butthole was puckering, man. When Ohio State got the ball back with a minute to play, I said They've got the best. They've got the best yeah. wide receivers in the yeah. game, and then and they've literally got a penalty on fucking every drive they've scored on. Dude, I Marvin mean, Harrison Jr. is ridiculous. Dog, dude. The dude got mauled, and he caught the ball with one fucking hand. So I good. am so glad that he has gone to the I'm NFL so next glad, year. Dude. I'm he's so happy. If they dude, had, a, you if gonna, he's Ohio so State had a quarterback that could move while processing the field he's we would have he's not going to be their quarterback next year they have that guy coming in i can't remember his name he's got a crazy like quarterback name yeah. but michigan yeah, probably 13. isn't gonna have the same quarterback either We're mccarthy's going probably going pro so yeah. we had 13 nfl scouts at that game and and let me tell you yeah that's because I, of I both mean, teams my heart my i mean i the entire day Dude, I, about halftime, I went in and told the wife, I said, baby, we're not doing anything the rest of the day. You know what it's sunk in for me that that this game is going to come down to the last minute? When they went up 24-17. Because mm -hmm. I watched Ohio State go down the field with just throwing these little shit passes. And I was like, that defense is looking a little tired. Little laggy. Not that they were playing bad because it was just nickel. They were nickel and diamond. Oh, it up. Oh, something, like something happened to Will Johnson too, man. After yeah, he's probably they're probably gonna sit him out against Iowa, but I bet yeah. you it'll be almost a month before they play again. So they Which might as well exciting, just rest. But I mean, that's we need I would I gotta point all this out. Ohio State had the whole fucking tank on their side, bro. Yeah, they had the yeah, whole tank. We had our head coach gone, we had injuries, Zach left. Fucking Will Johnson wasn't on the field for a bunch of those plays. He Literally. wasn't. Will Johnson wasn't on the field for the last two series for Ohio State when they had chances to score and win. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You say what you want Marvin about Johnson that got stupid fucking touchdown, and he got a hundred yeah. yards because he arguably is the best offensive player coming out of the college football this season. I, I don't mean, think people realize that they were trying to go to him a lot and he was covered. He was just covered. He was just covered. We did what no other team figured out. Listen, we got our guy, but our guy needs help. And we gave our guy help. 
And right. You don't work. That's the thing that I don't think people that watch college football, obviously I think a lot of analysts, even ESPN guys were like, it wasn't that it's not that easy to cover freaking Marvin Harrison jr. When he's the guy. And now we're saying all of this and he still got 118 yards and a fucking touchdown. Did you the know that Ohio state also gone. got two players back? They got two players back that they didn't have against Minnesota. So they were actually Ohio state was healthy. The healthiest they've been all the season. Healthiest they've been all season. They had the coaching staff. They had the atmosphere. They had really the momentum. Somehow talk or about another. That. Let's talk about that, Charles. Let's talk about this coaching staff and the fact that you know, Sharon Moore called the perfect game. Oh, dude, that, that, orgy, that orgy freaking jet sweep, orgy, dude. That orgy, was fucking jet sweep, crazy. The halfback toss. He was in the second half. How about those balls to go channeled, for it on fourth down? That dude channeled Jim Harbaugh. I, I can't even explain it in any other way. But in the second half, Sharon Moore came out and coached. Like he never yeah. coached before. And but, I agree, he might go somewhere else. Yeah, I, don't I believe, I, I believe I, I if the know. opportunity is there, like you said, he's gone. Yeah. But that's but, not, he's not going to just give, he's not going to do this and give no, Michigan I don't a middle think, finger. The kicker is, is that if it's not a great head coach, coaching position, I don't think it's going to be anything at all. Right. Because Oregon State would be the only one that's open that's, that's probably going to be a the real decent chance. And they're going to be an independent. Basically yeah. Cause I, year. I, I've heard that Oregon state's head they're coach. Gonna, is they're going to have a position for. Yes. Oh no. He Michigan already signed. State. He signed. He signed. He is Michigan state's John Smith or something, or Jason Smith. He's Michigan state's next head coach. Um, that was, okay, so that was Michigan during state, the Michigan game. Yeah. Michigan state is, it must've been in the second coach. half. Was it in the second half? Yeah. Cause the I, shit was it, it was, I don't know. They were, it was speculation, and then they said it was confirmed. I think it was Clatt said it at halftime, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it is confirmed, it's after 100% the, after the first half. And I'm not saying that I even listened to the halftime, bro. I'm yeah. saying once the first half ended, I muted the television, but so whatever was said afterwards, so halftime, yes, whatever was that's said fine, halftime and afterwards, I, can't I didn't want to listen commercial. to it either. I, I can't tell you, yeah, I can't tell you one commercial, I can't tell you one fucking thing. Yeah. The only thing I could, I just kept doing this. Yeah. We both, we're both in agreement. That was a great coaching decision to go for it on all yeah. those fourth downs to just instill your, they, that was, has to be the most defeating thing about the whole game is that they oh, couldn't bro. stop Michigan on fourth down. Dude. And I got to give it up to, I got to give it up to the Ohio state fan base at about 60% little over 60% of the Ohio state fan base. Oh, They've for been coming back down to earth. Yeah. Very, very humble. Very. Uh, the receipts that all of us have, have kept. We have uh, quite a few people went out and handed out receipts. They were all paid. They were paid in full. I mean, well, let's shout out the truth too. Let's shout out the, I'll, I'll give Ryan day props for what he did too. He went in and gave Zach Zinter's parents hug and told them yeah. safe hope that he and, recovers and hope he has a great NFL career because at the end of the day, like I said, it's just a game. It's just, yeah. And I've Ryan, seen I think multiple Ryan Day knows Ohio State gone. fans shouting out prayers yeah. for Zach also. Well, yeah, they were praying for him on the field. Yeah. yeah. And, a lot, and a lot of good the, teamwork. A lot of good sports. For the first time in my life, I don't think Ryan Day got out coached. I just think our players they got were played. more hungry than the other team. I don't think this falls on Ryan Day at all. 
And it's why if he ends up going to Texas A&M, yeah. that's Ohio State's loss. That's a huge loss for Ohio State. And he might do fine down there. I, we're very hard on Ryan Day. I laugh. I joke about it all the time. He's one in three versus Michigan. His only fucking win against Michigan was with Urban Meyer's recruits. And you also yeah. had brought up that his recruits are actually better than Urban Meyer's. Yeah. They've done better recruits. without Urban Meyer than they have. And I think Ur- Urban will even touch on that too. He'll go, he's had better recruits. Yeah, he definitely has better had better right. recruits. But and I think up- the landscape has changed in college yeah. football. Up you can't until, just win with five stars anymore. Yeah. Up until this last, this fucking the game, it's been Ryan Day's fault. It really has. And it, it is funny too. Check this. Check out this harmonic, harmonic scene. The Notre Dame game was such a good win. The Notre Dame game was such a good win. That was Gus Notre Johnson. Dame had 10 players on the field in the last drive. Look what happened when you put 11 players on the field in the last drive. Michigan sealed the fucking deal. I I watched a couple of Ohio State players go on Twitter and like comment on stuff. Even they don't believe that Ohio State is deserving to make the playoff, even if they were to somehow no. sneak in. No, there was a they were like, no, man, the this is the, the fan base. Yeah, over sixty one percent. Because this is yeah. this is their Super Bowl every year. Yeah, they're, they're, and. Whatever you want to say about the national championship, the Big Ten championship, whatever you want to say about all them damn championships, you say we don't care. The, this is, you know, don't the care. Big Ten championship is the one that matters the most to Michigan. Right. The but game, I mean, the national championship brings in recruits. Right, right. But so does this. The game is a playoff game before all other playoff games. This is, is the last the year game. that it's going to be that, though. It, it is because with 12 so, teams so, gonna be for everyone but us, I, I, I agree. I agree. No, no, no. I'm saying this, is the, this is the last time that it's probably going to have that impl- implication. Yeah, 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 that it's yeah, 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 do yeah, or die. Yeah. I'm saying well, do or die. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You could have two or three losses and be in the playoffs yeah. next year. It, it, yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. But this, there's just something about this year, man. You just, you really want this. You, everybody wants the first one. Fuck that. I want the last one. I, People remember the first one after you go and look it up and talk about it, right? But everybody I guess what we won the first one, two thirty-four to zero. So, and we won the last one, thirty to twenty-four. So, yeah. it'll be so. What, what did you say? What? Win one oh oh one. Yes, is way sweeter than win one oh. Did you see bar stools that Dave Portnoy put on that shirt? It says boys versus men versus boys, and it has a crying Ryan Day with all three of them. Dude, that shirt is fucking hilarious. That is great. Yeah. I want one, but I'm not paying ninety dollars for a fucking hoodie. Yeah, like, no, no. Not I, I love what they own, do. I, I love what they're doing. But just like I wasn't paying three hundred and fifty dollars for a fucking pizza buffet, I'm going to CC's. I'm not paying ninety dollars for a hoodie. I'm going to Champion. <laughs> right. No shit. Well, Fanatics, just, by the way, has fantastic yeah. codes all I week so. long. I, I started the freaking. I hate the fucking double shot vodka, fucking Don or whatever the fuck his name is. Him and I yeah. got a little beef going on Instagram and Twitter. It's fine though. He's an Ohio State fan. He can proclaim that all he wants, but like I said, there's nothing higher than his. What's higher, his cholesterol score or his IQ? And I'm, I'm going to go with cholesterol. So, yeah, blood alcohol content probably BAC. Yeah, BAC on Tuesdays. It's your BAC too high. I I tell you, we're not unreasonable fans. We're 
we understand when shit goes wrong. We understand. We're passionate, Charles. We're that's, passionate, that's, absolutely. It's so, so a lot of those not, Ohio State fans. So. And they, but, but, but passion at times blinds us to reality, right? And these mother truckers have been living in the goddamn Kool-Aid packet for, I don't know, a really long time. I did. It was funny. And one of the tweets I did see this morning was, how I'm feeling right now after three straight losses is unimaginable. And thinking back at Michigan during the Urban Meyer years, knowing that they had five more to go, I have no idea how I would survive. That was a yeah. dark time, bro. That, oh, that, yeah. that there, was dark. There was, there was a long period for Michigan fans, but we never gave up hope. No, that big house was mighty regardless. And it was always... Well, one thing that I, I want to point out, I'm so glad point out, one thing I want to point out this year compared to in 2021 when we played Ohio State and beat them, there yeah. was about 20% Ohio State fans in Ann Arbor because yeah. we were not expected to beat them. This year, that script flipped like you wouldn't fucking believe. I did not see how I saw a little bit sprinkled in and then a bunch yeah. down towards the corner of the end zone where they always get those tickets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was what? it was really hard to find Ohio State fans anywhere. Yeah, they were loud. That yeah. Sean Moore, that was great too. He says, "I want you to show up early and be the loudest you ever yeah. been." That was fucking great. Favorite segment of College Game Day. I did not watch College Game Day. I nope, will not I be not. watching College it. Game Day anymore. And here's the other thing: I watch how come, uh, Fox Sports Game Day now. But well, how come how come Woodson showed up on Fox Game Day? What do you mean? Is he part of both? I've only ever seen oh, Woodson was a guest speaker at times on the other one. And he I was going to say, I only yeah, saw he came him on in, he, came, he came in because he's a Michigan man and, and way too many people were talking smack. I think he came in to talk shit with, cause urban Meyer was there. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> he comes yeah. in there just to do that. Yeah. And I, I, I loved seeing him, but yeah, I've definitely watched Fox, but uh, I, I do. I noticed that uh, Desmond Howard was getting a little bit of heat for calling out Pete, but fucking deservedly. Fucking that is great. Pete said some really shitty things. And so did Reese fucking Davis, by the way. And the scuttlebutt on that was early as F in the morning, the game day crew minus Desmond Howard received multiple profanities and it continued oh, yeah, they showed up. throughout the day. UM showed up as proud as we could have possibly imagined. I'm glad they didn't go the boycott route. I'm glad they went the opposite route and packed it and shoved fudge in their face. And when Desmond Howard went after sneaky Pete Thamel, Mr. Breaks the damn law all the time. Oh, I'm just on the receiving end of this news magically was hidden in the stadium, surrounded by multiple security. Get the fuck out of here, bro. For bitch. one, you're a college bitch, football bitch move, reporter, yeah. dude. What did you think was going to happen to you? Did you think we were going to pour a little bit of milk on you, Petey boy? The hell you went to the here. wrong game. You should have went to the vanilla concert. You should have went and watched Jesus your boy Jack Harlow, your fucking twit. And thank you, Desmond Howard, for just being who you is. I have a feeling Desmond isn't going to be on college game day for very long, not very much longer, not because he doesn't want to be there and not because no, we they're going to force him out because he doesn't join the narrative that they he want. He doesn't, doesn't push that fit college the football fucking bullshit. Narrative. And I've got, I, the Fox would love to have you. I know he went, and I, and I, and we're hard on Fox sports. I get it. I get it. But if you're not hard, 
they're not nearly as hard on Fox. Fox doesn't treat the fucking athletes and the players and the, the fans like shit. They just have shitty announcers. That's all. Oh, absolutely. They've got their <laughs> that's problems. We on the announcers. We're that's not all. looking for perfection here. All right. Because if I was looking for perfection, I'd go to the dentist every six months. Instead, right. I want to punch one every six and a half I don't, months. I don't hate Gus Johnson. I just don't want him calling my I, football game. I love Gus. I think he grew up a Michigan fan. Personally, Gus Johnson is a great dude. And I think Joel Clad is as well, personally. Uh, many people have great things Charles, to say. Somebody brought this up. With the reason, yes. Did you hear that some people say that he brings up the world-famous Ohio State University is like a slap in the face because he, he knows they're going to lose. So he yeah. brings it up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm There's, like, yeah. but it doesn't seem that way when no. you're saying it. So no. The fact that he is such a big Michigan fan, and this is what I've been finding out over the last couple of days. The reason that it doesn't he seem is, like it, right? But he's doing that to maintain his integrity. Yeah, but you go in the opposite direction. It doesn't kind make of put any a sense. little extra heat on it, Gus, that you could take off, yeah. man. We want a brown pie, not a burnt pie. You know what I'm saying? God damn, <laughs> you're worried. <laughs> Or fueling anger. You do not understand what's going on here. There's a Twitter war happening between the two of you guys, and it's not good. Okay, so we'll wrap this up by touching in the bowl games. We are we're approaching. We've got so much to talk about. I'm, we'll talk about more. Have we hit everything we wanted to talk about? Yeah, we hit everything. There's yeah. nothing really going on. Next week, we'll know a hell of a lot more. So I'm super excited for the Oregon-Washington game, 7 p.m. Friday, December 1st. I'm telling you, if Bo Nix wants that Heisman, Oregon wins that game. I've got if he wants it. it, here's the thing. Washington has the better defense. They do, but they have not played that way the last three weeks. No, they, but I, I think they're looking forward to that Oregon game because it's the only one that matters. But then again, yeah. Oregon hasn't played that great. They played weak competition, too. So Bo Nix has played way better than Big Phoenix Energy. And I think big Phoenix energy is going to cost Washington that game. I'm where it, is it, that it, game? Where is that game played? Can we look that up real quick? It's gotta be NCAA cop scores next week. NCAA football scores. Oregon, Oregon right now. This can't be right. Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas. It's in Vegas. Damn. So yeah. it's going to be in a dome. So what I'm like, looking at right no what I'm looking at right now, Oregon's got a 73% win probability. I didn't even see that before I was hot on Oregon. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Oregon team that was the first eight weeks is not who they are in week 13. But here's the thing: if they barely beat Washington, it's a wash. Both those they already Washington yeah. already beat them head to head. So what is that? What does a win for Oregon really even mean? Unless they blow them out by forty. No, they're playing. You know? They're playing spoiler, really. Or yeah, what they're playing for? Really is. What they're, they're playing, playing for is for a Heisman. Them. What they're playing for is a Heisman Trophy, bro. I don't know. They got has Oregon. Bo Nix have his Heisman six. game yet? Has there been a Heisman game yet? Because honestly, honestly, the only Heisman game I've seen is fucking Harrison against Michigan. Yeah. That's um, the game that comes to mind, right? When you're talking about a Heisman moment, it may have come in a loss, but that game would have been nothing without Harrison Smith Jr. Ohio State had no offense without that dude. He bailed them out multiple times, and that bailout allowed their tight end to get open twice. 
Yeah. If Bo Nix wants the Heisman, he's going to have he's going to have a three tutty two fifty plus game, no interceptions. Big Penix is going to have a two or three tutty game with a rushing touchdown in there, but the interceptions are going to kill him. And I think Oregon's defense is going to make points off of that, off of at least one of the two, I'm thinking, interceptions from Big Penix Energy. And I like him. I like the dude. I think he's going to do really well. Oh, LSU is nine and three. Yeah, so that dude's out. I think this is Bo Nix's game. All three teams they lost were top 20 teams. You want your Heisman losing to the top teams? I don't. I bet you. I want my Heisman. I want my Heisman matter. to have moments. I want my. I Heisman want the best moments. player, Charles. I want I the best player. I agree, but we got to. And think I don't like believe Bo Nix is the best player in college football. Come on. No, no, I, no. I I agree with. I, I just said a few moments ago that if I was voting today, it's Harrison Smith Jr. He's the only Davis. Jaden Davis leads his team in passing yards, rushing yards, touchdowns, touchdown passes. Yeah. yeah. 3,812. Dude, the dude has 40 touchdown passes. Right. So we can definitely agree four and picks, argue. Charles, four interceptions. Four. Four. Yeah. 10 to 1 ratio and touchdown interception. And he plays in the SEC. That's crazy. I agree that he's good, but Harrison Smith is going to win the Heisman over him. And the, Harrison Smith dropped down to sixth for Heisman. In the Heisman polls, that's crazy. he might not even make the podium. You got to be in top three to make the podium. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he didn't have a great game versus Michigan. He had a touchdown catch, but he had 118 yards and fucking a touchdown. That's great. That's not that's not that great, considering that player. There's players out there that quarterbacks are throwing for 530 yards and six touchdowns. You got to have a three touchdown Michigan. game. We've got to respect Michigan's defense at this. All right. That, that yeah, same player that, you, you're talking about. That was about. your chance. That was your game. You got to play the best versus the best. You can't, uh, you can't say that. You might be on different sides of the aisle here. I think 118 and a touchdown against that defense is great. I think that was, that's really good because you're not going to get that from, you did not get that from anyone else all season. Yeah, but you even, you're contradicting yourself because you said, yeah. how can he be the best player when he had, you showed me his stats versus like Indiana, whatever, and whatever. He yeah, no, so no, how no, can no, he be no, the no, best no, player no, in the country when he sucked versus off, those three teams? Offensively, what I, from what I saw in that Michigan game, I'm understanding the hype that, that came with that dude. Apparently There's, Roman Wilson didn't understand the hype because he called him out on it. I don't that was really well done. The wide receiver core as a group was for Ohio State is not as good as the media made them out to be. But Harrison Smith Jr. was everything that that package are, came But, but is, are they or is it just a bad quarterback? Yeah. With a they bad quarterback, he would have been even better, dude. Every, do you know all three of those receivers, Fleming, Marvin Harrison Jr., and the other guy were the best wide receivers in their draft class? Yeah. Number oh, one. Yeah, yeah so I mean, they have to be. Like we, like we we stated somewhere in this show already, 
Kyle McCord was definitely the reason Ohio State lost that football game. But Kyle McCord, that's the other thing. Kyle McCord was a highly recruited quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how high Ohio State yeah, is. They recruited State's him wrong. over JJ. They recruited him over JJ. Yeah, that's JJ, why JJ, JJ is so JJ better. For the first time, it's, for the, it's for the first great. time since, what was it, 90, 91, or 92 or some shit yeah. like that. The first quarterback of Michigan to beat Ohio State three times in a row. Yeah. Since that moment, it was fucking magical. It was gorgeous. But now here's my kicker with the LSU dude, right? I think his head coach, their defense well, sucks. That's I, th- I think his head coach was. lost him the Heisman, just like taking our head coach away from Michigan lost JJ the Heisman. I think that's the scenario that is. If Bo Nix comes out and destroys Washington, I think he's the number one. If Big Phoenix Energy comes out and destroys Oregon, which is very plausible, right? I think he moves into a, a much tighter conversation. I think he's what number two or number three. I, I just I don't think there's room for him in LSU. For one, he's done playing. They're if I'm looking at it correctly, yeah, that's I, what I don't Alabama. I guess what I don't understand is how did Oregon lose to Washington if Bo Nix is so great? I'm pretty sure that was a shootout. I think it just came down to whoever had the it ball. It wasn't line. a shootout. They both scored. It was like 30-some points. I think they went to overtime, actually. Yeah. It wasn't That wasn't that high of a scoring game. It was just like a 30-30 to 30 game. I don't know. I Like I said, I think Washington's defense is better than Oregon's offense. Yeah, that's the problem. Oregon, Washington plays down to their competition. And it ended up in a field goal that, that took it yeah. on October 14th. Yeah, but you're right, though. They, 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 it was a shootout between him and Nick. Some fucking touchdowns galore. And it ended up with Big Phoenix Energy completing an 18 yard catch for a touchdown and the extra point afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Washington's defense has been good. My, I guess I, where I get super muddled with this, bro, is you and I don't look at the uh, fucking Conference of Champions the same way. I think it's trash. I, 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 I do not think the product that they have over there is anything that the, that brings the Big Ten or the... Charles, we both agree this conference has been absolved since their fucking commissioner did what yeah, 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 the TV yeah. rights. But the reason I bring that up is that you do make a buttload of valid points and coming... The only it's, answer I keep no, no, coming no, it's to down, is that, it's down to Bo Nix and Jaden Daniels. Like Bo Nix has better stats, but Jaden Daniels has the fact that he's going to be a thirteen hundred yard rusher and a four thousand yard passer. That's just crazy. That hasn't happened since yeah. the last time somebody won the Heisman. Uh, yeah, that's just no, no. But but that's my point too. Bo Nix has to beat Washington for this. Oh to yeah, come yeah, yeah. Fruition, no, and the thing fruition. is, I didn't look at it. They are like they're ten point favorites. I, they got the a seventy three. I'm, te- I'm, te- I'm just. I didn't bro, look at I, the. I don't look at the percentage. I just looked at the yeah. the line. Yeah. I'm, te- I'm telling you, Washington's defense the last three weeks has not been good, and their offense. Did you not say this playing Friday good game? defense? I catch. I caught. I caught a little bit of it. It was I mean, a Friday game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I said. December first. It's a Friday game. A seven. Is there any other? What the hell there's is there? One, any other Friday games? Yeah, there's one other game. I, it meant nothing to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Michigan um, plays six thirty on Saturday. Yeah, New Mexico State and Liberty at six p.m. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. 
I guess I agree with you, but I, I we'll see. I guess we I guess that's one of our that's our pick. Yeah. <laughs> Charles has uh, Oregon. I got Washington. We'll do a little college football. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because our picks are already true. We'll be hitting. Yeah, that we got our shortly. picks going. So Tuesday we'll roll through so, our our picks for next week. We'll, maybe we'll even get some picks from Paul and. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be neat. But you got to do your. Uh, you got your. What grinds your gears or rotates your? Oh gears, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We got to pop that out too. I just there's a couple more games that I wanted to point out here. You got Oklahoma State and Texas. These are all Saturday, December second. That's going to be one of the early games. That's probably. I don't think that's going to be much of a competition for Texas. I don't think so either. But that I do believe, though, that that it could be a heartbreaker for Texas. Oklahoma State plays tough. They've got a good defense, and when Texas plays a good defense, crazy things happen. And then you've got Georgia and Alabama at 3 p.m. Yeah, the only other game I wanted to really scream about is the Army Navy game Saturday, December. Ninth week, fifteen, according to this, uh, go Army, beat Navy. There you go. If you noticed on the last episode or two, we did not drop a what rotates our gears in an opposite direction. That was my fault. I've been loaded to the sea with opportunities to speak, and they just never came into fruition. So the one I am taking today, and this comes after a holiday weekend of horrendous driving is that at some point in our country, we've forgotten that driving is a privilege, not a right. And I think our our instructors need to start taking a firmer stance into this. We have way too many 19-year-olds crossing the border or the borderline. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a whole (laughs) other story. We got way too many young motherfuckers crossing over into lines, driving erratically, What the hell is going on and what the hell happened? You've got people dying. You've got cars blowing up on the side of the fucking road. It is literally like Grand Theft Auto in some cases. It is outrageous to think that somehow or another, these motherfuckers were given a driver's license. How is that even possible? I don't know what needs to happen, but we need to figure something out because driving is not a right. You do not have the constitutional advantage when it comes to driving. Driving is a fucking privilege. And y'all need to remember that pretty quickly. Because insurance companies are going to start boning the rest of us because you're an idiot. Yeah, fuckers. <laughs> For the rest I mean, of- it's only gonna, that's the thing. It's only going to get worse. It's winter in Wisconsin, too. It's like- Oh, yeah. Oh, man, we just got that snow today. Oh, boy. Holy I can only imagine. Dude. I know. And the wife wants to go to Sam's Club. And I'm like, all right, we just got our car fixed. Let's do it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, let's risk it for the biscuit, right? Literally. It's like, fuck, man. Every year it snows. Yeah. It's not a fucking worse. surprise. Charles, they get worse here because of the, the, the bridge. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I hear about it from guys at work saying, oh, yeah, I'd come from freaking Nina or Appleton. And dudes are freaking like getting across the fucking bridge i'm oh. like yeah it's a bridge dude suspended it gets icy because guess why fucking wind goes underneath it it freezes constantly you dumbass dude i laugh so hard bro i laugh so hard i tell you every single time after it snows you go on the road you, you only got to wait an hour you wait a fucking yeah. hour because the roads are plowed they're cleared they're salted i'm telling you our road crews do some shit on those freeways and it's magical 
you got and there's fucking 15 cars 30 minutes north and 20 cars fucking on the side of the road 20 oh, yeah. minutes south how how this is so unimaginable you know how because people have fucking forgot dude driving is a goddamn privilege it's not a fucking they don't slow down either that's they you don't know, slow from... down they don't no. leave fucking five minutes early and watch how magic your life goes. oh my god dude sometimes people just fucking i just they don't so they don't even hard. think about it Oh my, oh, you got to wake up at 7 instead of 7.30. Oh no, that fuck off. You couldn't go to bed early enough? I had things I needed to, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You had things you wanted to do. So you chose to do those things and now you're like, oh, I'm going to, it's fucking crazy to me, man. Oh my God. Fuck, and usually it's old people. Oh, I'm usually old. not but always. No. It's been fuck. young people lately. These fucking people, and you parents out there, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't get me started. I can't do that. I'll start yelling at random people. <laughs> but as the show goes, and as we end it always, listen, we love every one of you. Thank you so much for your support, your clicks, your likes, your pippity paps, your clickety clacks. We appreciate all of you. We appreciate everything you do. And for those of you out there smiling more, Thank you. The world needs it. And if you're looking for a smile, just go out there and smile first. It always comes back. 